There is a oneness between a man and a wife uh, like almost no other oneness capable of being created between two separate human beings. That oneness has a physical dimension, it has an emotional dimension, and it also has a spiritual dimension. And that's the essence of the Pasuk in Bereshis, Al-Kenya, Zov, Ishet, Aviv, Etimor. That is why a man moves away from his father and his mother, the Davak, Ishto, he cleaves to his wife, and then the important phrase in the Torah, the Hayu Levasar Echad, they become one flesh, they become one living being, and they Mephoshim. And the Chumash talk about whether that's uh, physical or it's more than physical. The Ramban talks about the nature of the intimacy of relationship between husband and wife that is different from that that exists among any other living organisms. This oneness between man and woman has halachic ramifications as well. On the physical level, we find the halachic ramification back in Gemara Brachot, Daf Kaftal Adamodalef, where Rav Yosef, the son of Rav Nechunya, asked Rav Yehuda the following question. If two people are sleeping together in one bed, can they turn aside from one another and say Kriyat Shema? They're obviously sleeping without clothes on. Does that create the nakedness which doesn't allow for Kriyat Shema to be, be recited? So Rav Yehuda says, this is what Shmuel taught. Even if his wife is with him in the bed, he can say Kriyat Shema. Does that mean his wife? And certainly if it's, if, if it's somebody else, uh, that, that uh, probably a man, that would not apply. Adarab, um, on the contrary, ishto kegufo, acher lav kegufo. No, the reason that it's permitted is because his wife is an extension of himself. It's not as if there are two people in the bed. It's really as if there's one person on his own, whereas another person is not. So that's the uh, halachic impact of the physical dimension of oneness between a man and a, and a woman. Uh, but that physical oneness has a limitation. As the Gemara says, and whenever this phrase is quoted, except in our Gemara, as we'll see in a moment, whenever this phrase is quoted, it's ishto kegufo. His wife is like his own body. Uh, and that like, that ke, is always an indication that it's like, but not absolute. It's not that his wife is his own body, she's her own person. Uh, she's an independent being, but there is a oneness about them. But when it comes to the emotional dimension of oneness. There isn't that limitation. There it's it's absolute. Let's have a look at that in, in our Gemara. So in the Gemara, in our Mishnah on Daf Samachayamudbet, we have talk about the situation where a woman is paid boshet. Uh, she has been shamed in, in public and uh, she part of the damages that she's entitled to receive is boshet, payment for that shame. Rabbi Yehuda ben Beteiru says in our Mishnah, and Daf Samachay Amud Bet, "Bizman shebeseite la shnei chalakim v'lo echad, bizman shebegalui lo shnei chalakim v'la echad." Basically, the husband shares in that payment, um, depending on whether it's she's been damaged and or hurt or put to shame in a public place or a private place, but he has a share in that payment of of shame and also pegam. Pegam is the lessening of her value. Uh, as a result of the damage that was caused. Uh, now, on, uh, in our Gemara, we, on Daf Samach Vav Aleph, the Gemara goes into an exploration as to what is the reason that he has rights in the shame. She was shamed, uh, and she's compensated for that shame by the person who shamed her. Why does he get any rights in that at all? Um, and the Gemara says, is it perhaps because 
he has rights in her. There, there are she ibudim. There are, as we've learned, uh, she is obligated to him in certain areas. He has certain rights in her, in her being, in her labor, in in all sorts of areas of of the woman's life. Does that mean that he has a right to her boshet as well, to the payment for shaming? And the Gemara rejects that because there are other examples of property that a man has rights in, but if he's shamed by damage being done to that property, he doesn't have any rights to shame. That shame doesn't just transfer from something that he has rights in. Shame is paid to the person or the, who was actually shamed. And then the Gemara says, is it perhaps because he ought to have protected her from that shame and he failed? So he too feels shame in that he has failed to protect his wife. And the Gemara rejects that too because there are cases where a poor person who's a member of a wealthy family is put to shame. The wealthy family should feel embarrassed that they didn't protect this poor person from the shame. And yet when Boshet is paid, when this shame payment is made to the poor person, the wealthy family members get no part of it. So on that basis, the Gemara says um, that, that's not so at all and, he doesn't, and, and it can't be because they ought to have protected him or in this, uh, the poor person, or in this case, the husband ought to have protected the wife. So then the Gemara comes to the conclusion and says, no, uh, the reason is, his wife is his body. If she's shamed, he is shamed. But note here, it doesn't say kegufo. This is the only case in the entire shas where when this phrase is used, it's used without that chaf. It's ishto gufo havai. His wife is his guf. Now we've seen in Gemara Brachot, and we see a similar wording in in, um, in Bechorus, and we see a similar wording in Menachos, various places in Shas. Ishto kegufo. She is like his body. That's when we're talking about the physical oneness. But our Gemara is talking about an emotional oneness. The empathy that a man feels for his wife and vice versa, that he's capable of feeling the pain of her shame almost as much as she feels it himself. It's not that the husband is implicated in the act of shaming, but rather that he feels the shame almost as if he were the one being shamed. Um, And this not only describes the relationship between husband and wife, but it also defines the relationship. That means that what is a husband and wife? It is two people who become basarichad. And what does that mean? Yes, it means they have physical intimacy, but we see it goes beyond that. It means that there is the capacity in that relationship for total empathy. If they do not feel one another's emotional pain, if there is an emotional separateness uh, and insulation one from the other, then that is not basarichad. And their relationship then is... From a, from a spiritual and an emotional perspective, if not from a halachic perspective, is not ishut. That's not marriage. That's not the oneness of marriage. And it's important to understand that empathy is not something that, that comes automatically. It's not as if a man gives a, a woman a, a ring under the chuppah and from that moment uh, he, he feels entirely empathetic. It takes ongoing effort and refreshing, otherwise it gets stale and the two individuals drift into their own insulated pods and they... Uh, from an emotional perspective, are unable to experience and feel one another. And so it requires continuously investing in the other to the point that she is part of you, totally at one with you, and that the empathy is, is not artificial, but the empathy is total and absolute.